five mid mornings. Catch up. Let's talk about that every Tuesday on five mid mornings with Stephanie B. Good morning. So today we have got Sable Leisha in studio with us once again to chat to us this time about burnout. Sable is an educational psychologist with interests spanning mental health, education and creative arts. And when it comes to burnout, we're going to cover everything from how to tell if you're burnt out or maybe you're just a little stressed to what options you have to potentially make it a little bit more manageable in your life. So let's talk about that. Sable, how are you doing this morning? I'm well, thanks. How are you? Yay, I'm so good. Thank you for joining us once again in studio. So today we're talking burnout. It's kind of that time of the year. We're heading towards the end of the year, exam season, and maybe you're like you've been working for so many months and you just can't wait to go on holiday and you're feeling potentially a little bit burnt out. Now, I want to highlight the difference between being burnt out and just being stressed, maybe about work or about varsity or about school. What is the difference between the two? So stress is, Mm. we can talk about stress as the actual thing that's making you stress. Okay. And we can talk about stress as the emotional response. I okay. feel stress. Yeah. And basically with stress, although it puts a lot of pressure on you, there's still a sense of I can overcome this. There's an end date in sight. You know, for students with exams, it's yeah. okay, at the end of November, the stress will be done and I can rest. Burnout is a response to prolonged stress. Okay. So burnout is a state of complete exhaustion, physical exhaustion, mental exhaustion, emotional exhaustion, mm. as a response to just a prolonged stress. And when you feel burnt out, it actually leaves you feeling like, I can't handle this. You detach, you're demotivated, you procrastinate. Mm. Things that should be really simple and easy for you and things that maybe were simple and easy for Mm. you in March are suddenly feeling like mountains. Yeah. Okay, I mean, that makes sense. So burnout comes as a result of prolonged stress. And you get... So the two are kind of, I suppose, related to each other in a way. So what are the early warning signs of burnout? And are we actually able to stop it or maybe do something I can feel myself edging closer and closer towards that burnout cliff is there something that I can do to kind of hold off a little absolutely so I think that is actually the most effective way of handling Mm -hmm. burnout okay so with burnout you get mild then you get kind of moderate and then you get severe and once you reach the severe stage Mm -hmm. it is going to take you a very long time to come back to yourself So it's better to pay attention and try and intervene when it's still mild. I really like to use kind of um, letters and rhymes and things when I remember things. So (laughs) for me, burnout, I think of four R's. So the first one, recognize. To Mm -hmm. recognize the signs within yourself. Mm -hmm. So some of those signs might be that even though you're sleeping, you don't feel rested, Mm. that you feel really uncomfortable in your body, things Mm -hmm. like tummy aches, upset stomach, headaches, you know, no matter how much water you're drinking, you just feel like lethargic. Yeah. Um, Reduced memory. If you're suddenly finding yourself super forgetful and you're not a forgetful person, it's really a sign that your mental capacities have just been stretched too far. There's Mm -hmm. no space for that new information to sit And a big one is feeling resentful. If you're feeling just irritated, you know, 
normally you're a calm person but today someone cut you off in traffic and you just lost it oh or goodness, yeah. you find yourself feeling really angry at your lecturers even though they're just trying to help, to help you, you prep for exams <laughs> yeah that's a big sign that you've been pushed a bit too far so that's our recognized section okay we need to rest. Rest oh, yeah. is the big one. So that's our second R. Okay. And when we're talking rest, we don't just mean sleep. Rest can also be rest from the stress. Oh. So go out with friends, do something creative, be playful, just connect to the parts of yourself that are not related to your job or your studies. Mm-hmm. Rest in an active way as well as in a my head is on my pillow and I'm sleeping okay. way. Reevaluate. Yeah. So a big thing with burnout is boundaries. Often the people who are most likely to get burnt out are the people who really struggle with putting down boundaries in their personal life. Sure. Being able to reevaluate things and say, you know what, this isn't a priority this week. Mm. That can be pushed to next week. That assignment is not a priority when this exam is coming up. Or, you know, even in a personal sense, maybe this week's studies are not my priority because something is going on with my family that I need to focus on. Yeah. Really being able to put down boundaries, being able to tell people no, you know, if your friend is asking for your study notes and that's putting pressure on you, being able to say, actually, no, or I'll do this chapter and you do the next chapter mm. and we can swap. Okay. Um, and resilience. We want to build resilience so that when you are faced with stress, you know how to handle it. You've got the coping skills in your bag to bring them out and say, I'm not going to get burnt out by this. I'm not going to lose my motivation. I can handle this. So what are the tools to cope with the stress before you hit the burnout stage? So we're building resilience. How do we actually build the resilience? (laughs) So again, a big one is boundaries. Okay. And so research shows us that people who are getting burnt out, they're more likely to be your type A's than your type B's. So I don't know if people know type A and type B, but in a nutshell... Our type A personalities are like our go-getters. Yeah. They're really, they're also more likely to have heart attacks, which we can understand um, because they are just on the go. They've got these goals. They're super ambitious, but they can be a little bit rigid. Mm. And if things don't go the way a type A personality person has hoped it would go, it can really throw them off. Mm -hmm. Your type B personalities are a little bit more laid back. (laughs) They don't get as stressed out. They're a little bit more able to be flexible. Something doesn't go the way they plan that's okay they'll make another alternative yeah they are less likely to be burnt out so the type b's are the ones actually giving the type a's the heart attacks if we can all just (laughs) we can say the unspoken thing anyway yes continue but the type a's and i say this as a type a we can stand to learn from the type b's a little bit to learn to prioritize um, to learn to say this isn't a priority this week building resilience also comes in a physical area Mm. making sure you get enough sleep yeah. Often when we're stressed, sleep is the first thing to go out the window. It's 100%. exam time. We're pulling all-nighters. Yeah. We're trying to get everything done. And that's actually the worst thing you can do for yourself. Your brain needs that sleep. Yeah. Um, making sure you're eating healthily. Oh, true. Yeah. Because how is your body supposed to face stress if you're not fueling it properly? If you're not... You know, we hear of people working through their lunch breaks and not eating because they're so stressed out at meeting deadlines. Mm -hmm. You're only making it harder for your body to do what needs to be done. Um, And it feels like you can probably get away with it. You can get away with the all-nighter in the beginning, right? You can get away with skipping the lunch break every now and again. But the problem becomes when you start to do it frequently. And that's what happens towards the end of the year is we do have the deadlines, we do have the exams, we do have everything piling down on us. And now all of a sudden the all-nighters 
are happening four times a week or five times a week and now you're not taking lunch at all ever and you're also working on a Saturday and maybe also on a Sunday and it does reach that point where I think it just like builds on top of each other and before you realize it you're at that scary point where you're like wait this isn't just stress anymore I'm not just stressed I'm actually potentially physically harming myself as well I think that's uh, something to keep in mind as well and also another thing is I know I feel this way and I know that it's wrong, but I feel guilt. I feel guilty asking for sick leave when it's got to do with mental health sick leave. So if I'm feeling burnt out or I know that I'm just not coping at the moment, whether it be for whatever reason, is it okay to apply for sick leave from like work or school or varsity when it does come to burnout? Is that a legitimate reason to say to your boss or to your lecturer or whoever it is and go hey I'm burnt out I need a day to just not come to classes today or to not come to work that is totally fine (laughs) I think it's actually really important but Mm. what I would caution people is don't leave it too late don't take your one day mental health leave when you're already burnt out rather pay attention to yourself pay attention to your body Mm. pay attention to your mood Mm -hmm. and if you notice it coming take a day before it gets to that point because once it's at that point one day is not going to be enough no it isn't yeah so early intervention I would say then is probably key so If I'm going to therapy and I'm at that point where maybe I'm feeling like I'm on the edge now, right? And I'm listening to this on 5FM and I'm like, oh, maybe I should seek out a therapist. Is there something that, is there a benefit in that? In, you know, messaging a therapist or trying to find a therapist and going, hey, I think I'm on the edge of burnout. Can you help me? Can a therapist help you? Absolutely. So a therapist can help you with coping skills can mm-hmm. also help you with putting down those boundaries Okay. because oh, yeah. I can sit here and say the word boundaries a million times <laughs> that doesn't make it easier to put them down in your life you know I think putting down boundaries mm. is one of the hardest things to do and unfortunately our world doesn't necessarily reward people who do put down boundaries often it's the people who are pushing themselves to the point of burnout that yeah. are rewarded rewarded or spoken about with admiration and I think it's a societal shift that actually needs to happen in saying rest is important and Mm. balance is important in my life whoa that that honestly that last line just gave me goosebumps a little bit so Sable once again thank you so much for joining us we've got Sable Visha in studio chatting about burnout if we would like to get in contact how can we do that so my LinkedIn is probably the best place to find Perfect. me. Sable Leisha. There we go. Thank you so much, Sable. Have a phenomenal day. Catch up on some of the best moments from 5 Mid-Mornings by going to 5FM's Catch-Up page on the 5FM app or 5FM.co.za.